Welcome back to the Transform Your Mind to Transform Your Life radio podcast and television show. I'm your host, Life Coach Brittany Young, and you are listening to Five Minute Fridays with Coach Marina. So today I want to talk to you on the topic, the power of salt. Now, in Matthew 5.13, Jesus declared, you are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. So what is the power of salt? Because, you know, if we're not conscious of it, we might think that salt is just for seasoning food and it really has no power. But if that was the case, Jesus will not talk about the salt of the earth because, you know, Jesus thought in parables and um, whenever he creates a parable or, or makes a parable to talk about whether it's the kingdom of God or, or whether it's, you know, faith or whatever it is that we need to do to become um, like Christ. That's what Jesus talked about. So you wouldn't talk about the power of salt and say that we are the salt of the earth if he was just talking about table salt that you put into your food. So what did Jesus mean when he said we are the salt of the earth? I think that he means that if you are the salt of the earth, then you bring something important to your relationships, your job, to the kingdom of God, right? Because we are the salt of the earth and salt makes everything better. I know you agree. All right, so today we're going to go into the literal um, uh, power of salt and what it's used for. And then I'm kind of going to equate it to life because... This is what this show is all about, transforming your life by first transforming your mind, which includes your thoughts, which includes your behaviors, which which includes your attitude. So the first use of salt that we all know about is that salt is used for flavoring. But are you aware that salt is also used for preserving food? Salt is also used as a fertilizer and to kill weeds. Now, I did not know this before I researched this topic. I do know that salt is used to de-ice roads because I lived in the snow belt in Canada (laughs) and we would use salt to de-ice the roads all the time. So we know that. All right. Now, um, we do know that salt was important because that is what um, Britain took from India. That was their exported product. And the reason that Britain colonized India, it was because of the salt. And if you watch the movie, you know, then you would see with um, uh, that that is basically um, what they were doing. And, uh, you know, and, um, uh, and when India had independence, it was saying that, you know, you can no longer take our salt. That's what Mahatma Gandhi 
fought for. So um, let's equate um, salt to life. So let's start with flavoring. Now, salt is used for flavoring food. We all know that when we put a little salt in food, it tastes better. Without salt, it is bland and unsatisfying to your taste buds. But you don't want to be considered bland and boring. Right? You don't want people to equate you as, you know, saltless, which is basically what Jesus was talking about. Um, you want to bring flavor to your relationships. You want to be the salt. You want to be the flavor. You want that when you're in the mix, that everything tastes better. <laughs> that's what I want, at least. And that's where your personality shines, right? You um, bring something to group conversations. You bring something to your family events. You bring something to your meetings at work. Um, yes, your personality shines through. And when you're not there, they should notice it because it's bland. That's the power you want to have and the power of your salt. All right. Salt is also used to preserve meats. You know, in our tradition, we get things like salted pork, salted beef, salted fish. And I think that came from the fact that I grew up in a poor country and a lot of people didn't have refrigerators. So they use the salt to prefer, preserve the meats because when you put the salt in the meats, it doesn't need to be refrigerated. So salt was the ancient equivalent of refrigeration because, you know, in the olden days, and especially in Jesus' time, they probably did not have refrigerators. So if you want to stop meat or fish from decaying, you can just rub salt on it and make it edible for longer. And this was one of the main reasons that salt was so valuable in the olden days. And if you are a Christian, which means that you are a disciple of Jesus, and Jesus sent us into the world to keep it from decaying by preserving its goodness and preventing it from be becoming corrupted or ruined. So let me ask you the question, how are you preserving your relationship with your spouse, your children, your coworkers? Just like how we can preserve meat by rubbing salt on it, you should be able to um, preserve your relationships by rubbing your kind of salt, which is kindness into them. And that basically preserves your relationships kindness, your salt. All right, moving all along. Fertilizing. The power of salt can also be seen in fertilizing. And like I said earlier, this is new information to me, but several ancient civilizations use salt as a fertilizer for the salt, for the soil, sorry. And depending on the conditions, it can help the earth retain water make fields easier to plow, release minerals for plants, kill weeds, protect crops from disease, stimulate growth and increase yields. That's the reason 
that Jesus specifically describes his people as salt of the earth, the fertilizing kind, the one that you put into the soil, put into the earth, right? Which in rural farming culture would have been significant. So disciples and anyone in the Christian family, we are fertilizers. We are salt of the earth. We are meant to be in those places where conditions are challenging and hard. And we are supposed to help it retain water and be fruitful. We are sent to enrich the soil, kill the weeds, protect against disease, and stimulate growth. So when Jesus said we are the salt of the earth, he meant that God will use us for flavoring, preserving, destroying, and fertilizing. All right, so let's look at the opposite. Jesus also said that you can lose your saltiness or savor and you know you can because if we're looking at salt as a, as 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 a salt you know salt can lose its saltiness um when the the compounds of the salt naturally disintegrate over time so we can also lose our saltiness when you know our our relationships disintegrate the what we put into it disintegrates right? We start losing the things. Like for instance, you're married and in the beginning of the marriage, you're doing all these things, you're serving, you're touching, you are, you know, saying things like, I love you. And then the relationship loses its saltiness when you naturally stop doing these things. And when you stop doing these things, we are no longer bringing value to your relationships. We're no longer bringing value to the world. You're no longer flavoring, fertilizing, preserving, or enrich or enriching the lives of others. So don't lose your saltiness. Right? It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for you. It's not a good thing for people that are in your circle. If you are the salt of the earth, then life without you should be bland and tasteless. You know. When you are not around, people should miss you. If they don't miss you, then you're not salt, <laughs> right? So are you preserving your marriage or your relationships with God? Are you fertilizing the soil of your mind and killing the weeds? If not, you have lost your saltiness. We are all like the salt for the soil, a stimulant for growth. If you become like savorless salt, you are no longer good for anything. So I want to leave you with, what are you doing to make sure you don't lose your saltiness? Because you know that everything is all about intention. If you don't care and you make no effort, then you will lose your saltiness and people wouldn't care if you're around or not because you're not adding any flavoring. You're not adding any value. Okay, so 
here are three ways that I want to leave with you to keep being the salt of the earth. And if you're not, to become salt of the earth. Number one, nourish and solidify your relationships today and tomorrow, which means never stop. Never stop nourishing your relationships. And how do you nourish your relationships? By being kind, by giving more than you're receiving, right? By saying nice things, by doing nice things, by acts of service. Those are the ways that you nourish your relationships. Become the best at what you do. Be indispensable. There is no replacements for salt. If you know of one, let me know in the comments. So be irreplaceable. Be indispensable. Become the best at what you do. Become the best wife. Become the best mother. Become the best at your job. Teacher, whatever you do. Strive for constant and never-ending improvement, which is shortened as I. Also, to be salt, you need to deliberately seek to influence the people in your life by showing them the unconditional love of Christ through good deeds and service. So this is another way you nourish your relationships by giving and providing unconditional love, the love of Christ. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Five Minute Fridays with Coach Myrna. I hope that you are the salt of the earth and that you have not lost your saltiness because if you have, you're good for nothing, all right? People need to see your presence. People need to feel it. People need to appreciate it. And they're not gonna do that if you bring nothing to the table. Hey, that's a good pun, table salt. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you right back here next week, same time for another episode of Five Minute Fridays with Coach Bernard. If you're listening on iTunes, I would love for you to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, I would love for you to also subscribe. So when it's, I want to leave you with blessings and namaste.